Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to another episode of G-Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I am jumping out of my skin today because I am sitting here, well, on Google Hang, I'm sitting here with one of my favorite housewives of New Jersey, the Marge, Margaret Josephs, author of the book that just came out last week, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. Marge, Margaret, hello. Welcome to the hello. show. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. This is so exciting. I was just telling Margaret about how much Jersey I consume, like reruns, new episodes. I'm right on bravotv.com. The second the new episodes come on, I'm like, <laughs> I am I am a devoted fan. And I think a lot of G Thanks listeners actually started watching Jersey from the beginning during the pandemic because I told them best, best city, best cast. And now a lot of them that like Thank you. didn't know about you are like the Marge, Marge Senior, Joe, oh, Lexi. So adorable. Thank you so, so much. Lots yes, I fans. feel like this was a dysfunctional family that I was meant to be in. <laughs> I think you you wear it, you wear it really well. So you have your new book out. That's really exciting. Congrats. Yes, yes, I'm so excited because I also feel like Helen. You guys know 25, 30% of my life. And there was so much more to know about the Marge before I got on the show. I've lived like five lives before I got here. You really did. And and it really delves into everything. Growing up with Marge Senior, single mom in the 70s. My first marriage, married for 20 years to someone else. I don't think people know that. That I have a natural born son. And how Joe and I really got together. It wasn't like he came in the house and I ran away with the contract. It was a slow burn. How I started my business at the kitchen table, facing yeah. sexual harassment in the 80s. There's just so much. And, and you know, pulling yourself up by the bootstraps, basically. You do an amazing job. And I will say that they're so, like you said, obviously, I think everyone watches Housewives understanding that they're watching a television show. It's entertainment. You're not going to see the full picture. But while I was reading the book, I felt like so many of my questions about you were answered with this book. Oh, good. I'm because, so glad. you know, you see a lot of the Macbeth collection. You know, the, there's there's talk of, like, the Vineyard Vines thing. But, like, how much are we going to go into it? We know that exactly. we know that you and Joe fell in love when he was working on your house. We know that you have, you know, a tumultuous relationship with your stepkids. I didn't know. I knew before I read the book, but I didn't know right away that you have a son 
with Jan Cooper. Yes. Yep. And by the way, I changed the names. Those aren't. Oh, fun. Yeah. So all the names are not their actual names. Oh, I kind of love that. Is Brett's real name Brett? Brett's real name is Brett though, because since he's been on the show, obviously Jan and Brett are their real names. Okay. I would love that if like they were totally undercover on Housewives and that wasn't them. That would be really (laughs) funny. How great would that be? I mean, it would have been, it's definitely a choice. No, that's very cool. And I mean, I think you've done a really good job at, at, I think, being very uh, private about the things you want to be private about. And now you have a book and you can kind of tell your story on your own terms, which I think is smart because we've seen, you know, other housewives really not get that opportunity, you know, because a lot of stuff has played out since the very beginning. Exactly. Also, my kids were so much older and they wanted to remain private. And it's not for me to tell their story or live their life for them. It was my choice to go on reality TV and it wasn't their choice. So I can't force them into it and force them into a public life. I mean, that I mean, that makes a ton of sense. I don't. Yeah. And even if they were younger, like there's, you know, pros and cons of both having, you know, young kids on the show. And I think having older kids who can say for themselves like you do you. I'm not going to touch that. Um, exactly. Exactly. There are so many wonderful things in this book. I mean, obviously the pictures, um, but I, you included your vows. You and Joe, you wrote, you like yes. put in your vow. That I loved that. That's nice. Yes. Our wedding vows. And we had written them when we were in Las Vegas. It was an elopement. We decided to get married when we were in Vegas on a licensing show trip, really. And my other divorce was just final. And Joe was like, I'm not going through all this not to get married. I said, you're absolutely right. It was very spur of the moment. So we wrote our vows and we were there. And Joe blew me out of the water with his. I was like, oh, I'm going to bring him to his knees. But Joe is much more romantic than I am. He's so romantic. Those vows are like amazing. I won't read them or get into them because I want people to buy the book and read them themselves. But I was like, oh, wow. Like, yes. This is- yeah. He's very, very romantic. He writes beautiful cards right from the beginning. He's been super romantic. Should Joe have a side hustle that's like helping, you know, less romantic grooms? I I think Joe should help men in general because he's very <laughs> sweet. People are like, oh, you know, since this season, because I screamed at him and everyone's like, oh, he's submissive. To-. He's not submissive to me. He just knows how to handle a situation, take a bad situation and make it better. Right. And I think that's really an art form. We all scream at our, I mean, I scream at my husband. I mean, like, that's also just what a a partnership is. Sometimes you scream at each other. Exactly. And if he's upset about something and upset with me and screams me, I'm not going to unleash at the same time. It's it's a give and take. Right. And you and, and the, the, you're referring to the scene where Jackie, where Jackie like got upset and said, your husband's an asshole. Yes. And when I yelled at him, because I was like, you talk too much and you hurt her. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, also Jersey is like, you know, the season, uh, I mean, the city where the husbands are almost get as much airtime as the as the wives. Oh, for sure. For sure. These men are just they gossip and, you know, chitter chatter as much as the ladies do. But they don't carry on as much with the drama. Does Joe love the camera? Joe, you know, I think it's just very second nature to him. I think he just doesn't realize he's his normal self in front of the camera. So it's it doesn't even face him. I mean, I'll never get over when you I don't know which trip it was, but Joe was home with Marge Sr. after her surgery <laughs> and was like feeding her soup with a straw and like rubbing her feet. And I was like, wow, this man loves Margaret Joseph's. Yes, he does. And he takes very good care of Marge Sr. The guy is a saint. Now, let's talk about the fact that you and we saw a scene this season of you working with your do you call her a collaborator, a ghostwriter? 
I a collaborator. I mean, she's you know her official title's ghost star, but I feel like we really collaborated on this because there's so much of me in there, and I think it's hard for anybody to speak like me unless it's me. Sure, and no, and no shame in your ghostwriting game because no, no, absolutely not. I mean, she did all my transcription. She sat there with me. She helped give me a voice. She put together a beautiful outline, put it onto paper, and then we. I really had to go in there with actually my team and and really put the balance in. I like that it was a nice break from the Real Housewives of New York who had like two seasons of drama of all of them pointing fingers at the other of like you used a ghostwriter no you used a ghostwriter I just assumed everyone used a ghostwriter if they're not I like think a- everyone used a ghostwriter including Michelle Obama I don't think there's any shame in it I think if you you're not a natural author right. you know, writer I've never written a book before right and yeah and so and so how does that we would love to know how that that um you you mentioned a little bit of it just now but like a little bit more in detail of like how that process works like does she come in with questions or do you know what stories you want to tell like how is the what's the like we collaboration were- like you know, we worked off a, an original outline. I had outlined all the chapters with Emily. We outlined the chapters, what they should be. I titled all the chapters with Lexi. Those were all our, our original thoughts. And we went chapter by chapter of what I thought should be in every chapter, what stories. And she interviewed me on each of those stories. And they're, and they're transcribed yep. in, into um, a chapter. And she would transcribe them and put them all into a chapter. I would then take each chapter and embellish them and put my own words into them. Seems like it makes sense. And it's probably a lot a lot easier for someone who hasn't written a book before to kind of go into it yeah, that way. Yes, I feel like that's what it is. She would interview me. I would tell the stories of my life. Then I would add in additional stories because if there was something I forgot and really put my spin and my tone onto it. Because I don't think any, even when I'm talking and transcribing, I don't think anything could be my real voice unless I put my real spin and my voice into it. I mean, and you truly have a voice. Like, yes, yes. I feel like I have a certain way of speaking, a certain sarcasm, a certain way I speak, a certain level of emotion that people get. And and I was not going to have a book that sounded nothing like me. Yeah. And there have been books by whether they're housewives or, you know, bachelorette contestants or whatever. And you read them and you're like, who wrote wrote this? this? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who wrote this? So I think that it was very a conscious effort that it would come back to me and I took the time to just go over it and, and really, you know, it, it is my voice. It is my voice. So I think it was a beautiful, that's why it's really a collaboration. Yeah. There, it is a, it's a really fun book. I read it in like a day. I actually read it, uh, while oh, I was thank you. laid up on my second vaccine shot, which I, Oh my God, I'm sorry. You got, you were sick. I got very cocky and I was like, there's no, there's no way I'm going to get sick. And then I was like, I'm dying. Um, but no, I, oh my God, that's terrible. it so was, sorry. it was a lot. Thank you. But it was such a fun, fun book to read while oh, I good. wasn't feeling well. And I really liked the life lessons. And I just, I mean, honestly, I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, tab some of the pages that I want to ask her about. And there's like 70 tabs in here. So that didn't, <laughs> didn't really get me anywhere um there are a few things I wanted to ask you about I love we all love your relationship with Lexi because we see a lot of Lexi on yes. the show and I didn't realize that Lexi's been with you Lexi's like an OG it, she's like yeah, family. Lexi's an OG. she's with me from the beginning you know basically the beginning I mean we're together 12 a little more than 12 years so we're very she's like my sister my right arm my best friend 
we've been together such a long time. Joe says it's like his daughter. I said, that makes it like a weird sister wife thing <laughs> because I said, she's like my sister, like Joe's daughter, but we're so close. I mean, Joe gave her away at her wedding. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, we were both in the delivery room with her. Oh she God. is just such, such a part of our family. I, I mean, she leaves work and then we talk on the phone. It's hysterical. <laughs> Have you guys ever gotten in any argument? Like, no, no, we, you know, I could, she might get mad at me sometimes because I, I don't stay on schedule, but yeah. besides that, I never get mad at her because if I got mad at her, who's going to keep, you know, keep me on track. I love so that. I, can't get mad. I mean, and I also just, I, I really appreciate it. I remember when she had her baby, um, she had him like in the office with her at your house. Yes. Yes. Now he goes to school. Now we have him in preschool and it's so cute. And he goes to preschool in the morning. Then he comes here right after, so I, you know, I champion any mom who could bring her child to work or wants to work or whatever, whatever path they choose. So yes, he's so, he's our little mascot. Does we just he love him. have a special Nina. name for you? I, he calls me Marge. Where's Marge and Joe? <laughs> or he calls her Grandpa Joe. But like he calls my mother like a Grandma Margaret. So I don't know. I'm like in between. I'm just Marge. You're just, you're just the Marge to babies. My mother's Grandma Margaret, but I'm just Marge. <laughs> I love that babies are like she's the Marge. That's that's just it for us. Um, yes. I love that. I we love Lexi. I'm gunning for Lexi to get a housewife spot. If Andy Collins yes, out there. By listening. the way, Lexi would be an amazing housewife. But I think if she's on my payroll, I don't think they want another housewife pay another housewife conflict of interest conflict of interest because i mean she's never going to yell or scream at me because i i'd have to you know cut her salary but we need you know what though we all know that there are housewives uh you know soldiering for others so i don't think it would be that bad we would never but it's great that she gets more play this season and the truth is she should even get more play because she's very opinionated i love having her there and and i love you know lexi uh doesn't have a great game face, a uh, poker face. I mean, which I like no, about her. No, no poker face whatsoever. <laughs> they put the camera on her at like all the right times, and she's like, <laughs> "Yes, yes, yes." And she has a good face of disgust as well. We love, <laughs> we love it. Um, there was another part of of talking about your relationship um with Jan ending, and and about how you had talked with your therapist a lot about Joe and. Like I, I didn't, you know, obviously, you know, you and I just met and I only know you from the show. So of course I didn't really know the the ins and outs of your relationship with Joe. I didn't realize that it hadn't become physical until I think a a while into knowing him. Exactly. But one of the things that struck me was that you wrote about how your brother-in-law had heard the rumors that you and Joe were involved and that he had come to you and was like, you need to tell Jan before, and I mean, maybe like one or two other people, but so that really, I mean, I'm, I was just surprised that he would go to you before, instead of taking loyalty to Jan and, and being like, Hey, I think he, he and I were very, very close. We were very close. I think he probably wasn't sure how to handle it. Jan, by the time he came to me, Jan already knew, mm-hmm. but I think he probably just didn't even know what to say. I think, but I think he also knew we had problems in our marriage. Yeah. And I guess, you know, I think I give him the fact, the credit that he would be like, you tell him or I tell him. Yeah. Because I probably would handle it that way also. Sure. So like, I give him, it, it put a wedge because I don't like the way that he said it to me because I feel like, but I do give him credit to the fact is he was probably like, you tell him or I tell him because he felt he was in an awkward position. And I was very close with my brother-in-law. Did any of that kind of, you know, the whole drama this season is about 
the Jackie and Evan rumors, which I don't, when Teresa said, I heard Evan goes and does things at the gym. I thought she was saying something totally different. Yeah. Well, some people thought they, you know, I had other people reach out to me and say, it's like, oh, I thought she meant gay things. That's what I thought too. Yeah. <laughs> some people thought that, well, I didn't think that I thought she meant, I guess, cause I know the way Teresa thinks. I thought she meant he had like a girlfriend at the gym, you know? So people are like, she never said girlfriend, you know, cause you said girlfriend. I was like, everybody takes away something right. different when they hear something. So it's like, cause I didn't, you know, say verbatim to my husband, just that, you know, everybody thinks something different. Right. So I, I took it as that. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. Cause I was just like, it was our first night back together. Yeah. It, what time, what timing? Um, yeah, what timing. <laughs> well, you know, I definitely took it as like, Evan does gay stuff at the gym because of the way Teresa said it. Then realizing like, I've been watching the show long enough to understand that Teresa doesn't always. Yeah, I don't think Teresa would say, you know, <laughs> I just don't think her mind works like that. So that's why I didn't take that way. But a lot of people kind of took it the way you took it as well. Did it bring back any of those memories for you of, of just sort of handling kind of like a, a you know, a delicate stepping out subject. You know, I was just like, this isn't something you talk about at a party, let alone on a national TV show. Uh, but it is something that has happened on housewives before, but I also felt like there's no basis for this and mm -hmm. there's no, you know, with me, there was receipts. <laughs> I mean, there definitely was. So with, with this, there wasn't any receipts and, and they, you know, my brother-in-law came right to the source, right? Everybody came right to the source. They didn't go right to the source. Right. You waited. They waited till the cameras were rolling and it was. Yes. And that's why I, I, I was just like, this isn't a good situation. Um, What a great delivery this season of you. And, if you know, if you weren't won over by Margaret Joseph's um, in season eight, nine or ten, the delivery of Margaret, I don't know. I can't remember if it was your talking head or if it was to Jackie or if it was to Melissa, but saying you know, that was her mistake. You can't use analogies with Teresa had me. I was falling on the floor, just this <laughs> deadpan. Like, you know, that's where she went wrong. You're not allowed to use analogies in this group was well, like, it's true though, by the way, that's what it is. It's just like analogies. I mean, I learned that my first season though. I, I can't help but talk in analogies because that's what I talk analogies, metaphors. And I even said stuff this season that people totally misconstrue and, and, and twist it. Listen, I said your husband's meal ticket. That is not against stay-at-home mothers. I mean, no one champions mothers like we just said more than I do. Lexi brings Nino to work. I'm all about, I was a stay-at-home mother. People read it in my book. I stayed home. I'm not saying I didn't have help. It's not about that. It's just saying our value systems are different. You val I, I was trying to say you value your husband for the material things he brings to you because that's all you talk about. And you're always saying, I have this, I have that. It's even in your tagline. I'm an unlimited credit limit. You know, if money can't buy happiness, that's not that's not what I champion. Sure. And that, but people who took it that way, you know, that was a real spin. I was like, oh, people can't understand a metaphor. People can't understand anything that I really say. It, it, I, I like, I mean, I really liked it. I loved that delivery, you know, second only to who threw my husband in the pool, me and my husband. Incredible. Yes. Housewives Hall of Fame right there. Um, Thank you. And I do feel like reading this book has helped me fill in a lot of the blanks just about of your life. And thank you. I love and it. And 
And I hope it can fill in the blanks. I hope some other people read it too. I think a lot of people don't understand me. My, I, I am more sarcastic and, and I feel like, yes, I've been through a lot, but I'm not, I don't want to be, I don't weaponize my past. And I think a lot of people do that. And I hope they learn from me not to do that. Of course, I haven't brought up these things on TV. Oh, I had sexual harassment. I brought it up just to say is like, this is a conversation we have to have. I think owning it is important. So let's talk about Marge Sr., another yes. housewife I would like to see on the show. Thank you. Yes, Marge Sr., she's zero fucks given. Zero fucks <laughs> given. Do you? <laughs> so two questions about Marge Sr. I don't want to give away too many of the details. I really do think this is a fun book to read. And I think with summer starting, like what a fun summer book. Um, Thank you. Uh, a lot about Marge Sr. in here. I want Marge Sr. on the show more. More of the Marge. Yes. I would I'm watch great. a spinoff. Oh thank, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I think we could have a really fun one. It could be fun and snarky and maybe less, you know, nasty drama and just <laughs> hijinks. Just fun. If Marge Sr. had a tagline, what would it be? Oh, did you ever hear her tagline on Andy? No. she. Ha- oh, she already oh. said her. Oh, oh tell us. I may have two cats, but I only have one pussy. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> that's what Marcy said. Andy Cohen, like, could not believe it. <laughs> so she is really not hamming it up for the camera at all. This is who she is. Yes, this is who she is. <laughs> Her whole life. I mean, I was always like, if people thought I was TMI, my kids, Marge, I said, grow up with Marge Singer. I love that. And I mean, you, you always talk about kind of how you had to play the mother, the mother role a little bit. You know, you're only yeah. 20 years apart. Does she, has, have you guys ever had a conversation? Like, has any of that ever hurt her feelings? Has she ever come to you saying like, this, this hurts me? No, she doesn't say it hurts her, but she knows it's true. She's apologetic about it. Okay. At first, she wasn't always the most apologetic. She was like, Get over it. It was the Nixon years, or you know, we can't go back. You know, at first, and then I was like, Marge Senior, we will go to therapy. And you will validate this behavior, and she did. When did that I mean, happen? Uh, when before I had my son, okay. when I got married. Before you know, I was much younger. I was in my twenties. There was a lot. She had to change a lot of things. When I had my son, I was like, you will not drink in front of my son. You will never go out with him and drink. You will behave. You will act like a responsible adult. And she did. She stepped it up tenfold. So what we are seeing on the show is like, truly, you guys have done. I mean, that's another thing. Like, you know, we don't know that. So we're kind of like, oh, you know, they had this kind of crazy relationship growing up, but it turned out fine. But you're telling us like you really put it. You guys put in some work. And yeah, you- we put in some work. I think people have to. Put, I think all relationships are work. I think mother daughter relationships on a whole, no matter separately that the way Marcy and I grew up, mother daughter relationships are complicated. They're beautiful, yet complicated. Yes. Right. Um, they are. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and, and I think I think both people have to be adults before a lot of that stuff can be worked through, because sometimes, you know, if your mother only sees you as the kid, it's really difficult to get past that. Oh, absolutely. And and I think every mother wants the best for their daughter. But I think some mothers and I, I think Mark Singer, I'm, she's always like my older sister. So I'm not even talking about her, but there's some mothers who are feel that their youth is slipping away or that they're living vicariously through their daughter and didn't have something. It, it, I think it's very hard. I think it's complicated relationships and, you know, they need work. Yeah. Therapy is, is great, but you're on a, sh- you're also on a show where like, you know, the traditional Italian belief is that like therapy is not like, we don't do therapy. Yes, which I think is very antiquated, and, and I've tried to change that and, and force people into therapy. Okay. I've, tried, I've tried to force people into it. People on the show? hmm Have you been successful? Well, um, 
listen, I, I mean, you know, everyone sees Melissa and Joe going through it and yeah. I've tried to encourage that. Therapy's great. There's a reason why they co- cost so much and <laughs> why they exist. No, I think it's so helpful. It's listen, you, you work at your job. Right. You work at your family. You want to be successful everywhere. Why wouldn't you want to be success? The most important person in any of this equation is you. So why wouldn't you work on yourself? I love that. I love that. Well, we are going to get into shopping now. Um, And, you know, we know the Marge can shop. And a lot of the book is about how you started Macbeth Collection and just being a woman in this industry, kind of trying to get like a a piece of a pie. So I have to imagine that you you uh, have a passion for uh, consuming, yes. for shopping. Yes, yes. Big consumer. Very big consumer. So, I am. so this is a shopping podcast. We have people come on all the time and they talk about um, the last sort of like life-changing purchase or best product or thing that they want to tell everybody about. And I have to know, what did you bring? I brought, now this is a woman-owned business and it's Beck bags. And I carry a lot of these crazy colorful bags because they're all bright colors. Those are and so cute. And by the way, they are just so magnificent. And and I wear them on the show. And, the, you know, compared to high-end designer bags like the Gucci's and the Chanel's, they're, they're reasonably priced. They're amazing leather. They're lined. They're perfect. I wear them. I, I have literally tons of them in gold, in metallics. And this woman back made them. But they're just, there's no hardware either. No outer hardware. So they never catch on your clothes. They're extremely durable. They're great to travel with. And I have them literally in every single color. Yeah, you guys, she's holding them up in like magenta and royal blue. There's this. I mean, she also makes coordinating like little cosmetic bags that come with them. And listen, I have my own cosmetic bag line and stuff like that. But these are just, they look glamorous. They don't have a huge logo on them. I like that. They're great. I mean, I've taken them on the beach. I take them to travel. I was going to ask. I love a bright color bag. And I love to champion other women's business. And she started this line. And they're just like fun, sophisticated. They go with everything. And I truthfully, I just, she had sent me one. I met her at a trade show. Uh And I was like, all right, listen, I'm always carrying a Gucci bag or this or that. But this is like my everyday go-to bag. I ha- and they come in every single color and I literally have them and I love a pop of color. I love so that. That's why I do too. I wear kind of like all black. And so I, I'm like a big bag whore in that, like that then becomes my outfit and then I don't have to think about anything else. So like a exactly. huge magenta bag really will do it for me. Tell me how to spell the name of the company. Beck, B-E-C-K. B-E-C-K. Okay, cool. I have to look at it. And what, do you know yeah, the price Beck, point Beck on bag. that bag? I think, okay, now I'm going to scream to Lexi. Lexi, what's the price point <laughs> on the big bags? Three something. It might be closer to 400, but the leather is magnificent. But that's the big ones. They range anywhere from two something. She has smaller ones. Sure. But they're just, the quality is unbelievable. And they just, they go with everything. I've had them for a long time. I have every single color and I love them. And you know, it's funny. Some of the girls on my show is like, oh, I'm only carrying high-end designers. I was like, you know what? It's great. It's great to have a high-end designer bag. But designer bags have gotten ridiculously expensive, right? Three thousand, thirty-five hundred, four thousand. I love to have those bags too, but that's a lot of money. You need to be able to like wear you need the to bag. Do that. Wear the bag. And it's just these are just they're also just great for travel. I, I travel with them. You could stuff everything in them. They look amazing. The quality is great. 
And I love to champion other women's businesses. And she started this business and, and they're just so great. I love that. I love, I really love the magenta. I'm like writing it yeah. down. I'm like, am I going to get this? Magenta, there's magenta. She is Kelly green. She is bright yellow. She is gold. I wear a gold one. I mean, gold is a great neutral as well. I, I agree. And leopard. And leopard. I have, might be, I have been watching the New Jersey Housewives long enough that I'm like, leopard is a neutral, but it is for oh, me I as wear well. so much leopard, people crack up. Tons. I mean, I have leopard wallpaper I just put in my bedroom. I Did you really? Yes, it's by, yeah, I'm just going to put another shout out. Tebow, Tebow has great wallpaper. I have a Missoni wallpaper, but Tebow did all my other wallpaper nice. and they have a great leopard wallpaper and I had to put it in my bedroom. I can appreciate that you have, you literally are, have a company that makes bags and you brought another woman's bag company onto the show. Yeah, I well, my has, my company makes cosmetic bags. Yeah. We don't make bags. So I do all cosmetic bags and my stuff is really very affordable luxury. We, we sell to all the, uh, Burlington's, Ross's, TJ Maxx's. I even have a line in Walmart. So we sell those type of things like cosmetic bags. And so that's why, yeah, these are just more high end luxury when you're going out. I like it. I like, I'm like eyeing it like, okay, I'm going to get the pink one. Um, but I'll probably end up getting the gold one if I know myself. The gold one. Yeah. I have the gold one. <laughs> I wear it all the time. But also when you go on an airplane and you're stuffing things in you, I like to, I think the art of flying now, granted, we're in a pandemic, has really gone down the tubes. People look like shit when they fly. When I was a little girl, my mother would dress me up. Everybody looked beautiful on an airplane. Now you go on an airplane, people crawled out of the damn bed. <laughs> it's true. There's become like something very bizarre. Now, even me, now I, I was just like, I feel guilty if I put on leggings, I have sneakers, but I always put on a little blazer. And I try and even put on makeup and sunglasses. I don't know. I just feel like we've lost a level of respect. So I always like to look nice when I get on an airplane. I agree with you. I, I think there are like levels. You know, I do think that it was there was a time, obviously, like airplane travel was so I mean, you had to be of a certain status. Attainable, to be able to, attainable. Yes. It, you know, you really um, got dressed up. Yes. It was very churchy. Like you would like dress like you were going to church. Like you had a you yeah. had tight. Even now if you go to church, people don't dress up anymore. No, people I don't. don't know. It's it's a I think. I know we've got more casual, but I think that we've crossed the line of just like, it's like, just, I don't want to look like crap for anybody else. Even my mother-in-law used to say, it's just like, you have to respect the people you're going to see. I want to dress up for everybody else. I want to say, it's like, I respect you. I want to look good for you and me. I hate when people take off their shoes on the flight that I can't and like stick their feet out in the aisle. I would, I, yeah, you can't do that. I will send that plane down. My shoes on the airplane and I put on like glamorous little slippers. I will do that. But you have socks on? Not yes. Okay. No, not barefoot. All right. We can hang them. We can go on the plane together. I'm like, I'm, it's just very like, you're in like a tin can with people. Like, please just like shower, like try. Yeah. Like I don't want to be stinky. I don't want to smell your BO, brush your teeth. Don't be creepy. Don't have eye crust. Don't have, <laughs> have some decency. <laughs> don't have eye crust should be like embroidered on a pillow in your house. Yeah. <laughs> like when people have eye crust, I'll tell you another big, big pet peeve please. has nothing to do with flying. Chip, <laughs> toenails or nails. <gasps> Go ahead. Tell me more. I like what happened? I can't handle it. You have never, no one has ever seen me with a chip nail or a toenail. No one has ever really seen me without polish. Wow. I've never not had polish. I've never not had polish. I don't have chip toenails. And if I chip a toenail and nail, I have a nervous breakdown. I don't know why it's, that's my OCD with that. I run right to the nail salon. I get it. Or I have touch up colors in the house till I could get there. I just, it causes very, I don't know why I have a very weird hang up about it. My nails have been done since, um, with, you know, it's, they started with acrylic at the age of 18. 
Then I, you know, went to LCN and everything else, but I'm 54. They have not been uncovered since I'm 18. I know that sounds very unhealthy. That's amazing. I mean, like the commitment to, you know, a thing that you love. I mean, because everyone knows when you get your nails done, you do come out feeling very clean. Like you feel just like together. Yes. And I haven't not had my nails done. And I know that sounds horrible in the pandemic, but they were also done. Did you, I was going to say, did you do your nails during the pandemic? Yes, I did. Everybody was like, I didn't do my nails during the pandemic, but I did have somebody who I was very, very close with who's done my nails for 23 years. They were here, there at your house. Yes. Yes. And I, and I, and I hate to say that, but I just have this, she knows the way I am. We've been together 23 years. And she also was just like, I'll come to the house. And she had to close, you know, her business during the pandemic. And I was like, I will pay you any amount of money to come keep my sanity. Wow. That was my thing. I was like, listen, I, and my roots could upset me that could upset, but it was just something about the nails and the toes. Okay. Well, the toes for sure. Like there's nothing worse than seeing someone's hooves, like unmanicured. Yeah, unmanicured <laughs> hooves. It's so, oh, yeah, I, I know. I, I hate it too. And I really, I get it. And it's just, it just, you could have the best effort and you could look amazing. You could be, but then you see a chip nail or a toenail and it, it could throw you off. Throw that, off the whole lot. I, I get it. Have you ever done the baby foot peel? No. Is it, have you done it? Yeah. Does it work? Oh yeah. It's amazing. Should it? You should totally it's, do it. Okay. Then I'm going to do it. You should do it. I feel like it's a thing you and Joe and Marge Sr. could do together and Lex. Like just get the whole gang. It's, you know what it is, right? You've heard of it. Yes, I have. I mean, your feet, all the skin really comes off. It does. Like if you are getting like, like if you're getting regular pedicures, I don't know how well it would work on yours because it sounds like your upkeep is very good. But like, I yeah. like to do mine, like, you know, at the end of the winter or like, you know, just like, just, you know a reset of, of sorts, but it really does work. It's gross, but it works. I'm going, you know, I could do it. I do a pedicure every two weeks. I have gel polish on my toes. So it's a pedicure every two weeks. I'm very meticulous. The nails and the toes every two weeks. I can't, can't but how are, and, and I know you talk about Joe's feet in the book. I, they're magnificent. They are magnificent. I don't know why his toes are so perfect considering he wears construction shoes. Maybe that's why his feet (laughs) never really touch the ground. He doesn't have calluses. His little toes are perfect. They're just, they're just great. I can't sleep with a guy with bad feet. I was going to say, do you think that that could have been the fork in the road with you and Joe's love story? If you looked down and his feet were so bad, would you have been like, I'm sorry. It could have been the fork in the road. He might, he would have maybe had to have cosmetic toe surgery. I don't, I really do feel that way when he took his clothes off and he had nice feet. I was like, I thank God. I really would have had a breakdown. I like, I mean, I really, you know what you want. You know what I mean? I, well, it's just something about like to sleep with someone who has really bad toes or like a fungus or something. It does make you wonder. It's like what other things in your life are like going on un, untreated. Yeah, I, yeah. I've seen my son. I was like, you know, his, his, his feet are nice, but like if his toenails are crooked or they like chipped, I, you know, just, un- I have a freak out. I'm like, no one's going to want to sleep with you. I'm like, please don't do that. <laughs> did Joe, when you, did you comment on his feet? that time immediately I was like wow you have beautiful feet did he know was he like thank you I work on it or was he like oh wow just born yeah. this way he laughed he thought that was funny he was like oh oh thank you you know he thought it was a bizarre compliment he didn't realize <laughs> the, the, the you know make or break situation going on right then and there you guys are so in love like as far as housewives couples go I actually believe you guys actually like each other Oh, we do. We we are best friends. We wake up with a smile every day on our face. I mean, we did do a lot, you see, Caroline, to be together. Yes. It was it was a lot of work to be together. And we're very, very happy. Did you ever get nervous that like 
the excitement of of your feelings for Joe was because it was a little like forbidden like were you ever nervous that like once it was like okay now we can just be together you'd be like I'm bored no you know I didn't think that way because we did it wasn't right away like boom like the way it was it was we I fell in love with him before anything ever even happened so I think that's why I didn't even think that way I just so wanted to be with him on a regular basis and those stolen moments were just so precious to me uh, I never thought I would get bored with him. Joe is also very much of just like a mover and a shaker. I get so many people who are like, you're jealous of other people because like, your husband does work. My husband works because he wants to. He loves to do projects. He loves to do something. We we never even say, on the, you know, Joe is in real estate. He owns apartment. He's owned them for a million years with his family. And we don't even talk about his family. So he that's so that's what he's done his whole life. But you know, his plum he's also has been a plumber. So he loves to do that because he likes a project. He loves to do things. So I love that Joe's a hustler. He keeps everything interesting. He's always doing something different. So he loves to do little projects. So that's why I find Joe so interesting. He's funny, he's spontaneous. He always has some harebrained idea that he wants to do. And you're kind of the same. Like you're yes. always working. Yes. You're always doing stuff. Yeah. Joe would never say if I said we're getting on a plane on Friday, Joe's not the person who would ever say, no, we're not doing it. Joe would say, okay, let's go. He never says no. I love that he is a spontaneous factor. And, and he's very much like that. So that's what I love about him. I've been with other men. I mean, my ex-husband, if I said, we're, uh, we're going on a plane Friday, we're going to Europe. What? Who's going to watch you do it? What? <laughs> you know, he just could not handle that where Joe would be like, all right, pack a bag. Let's go. He's very much like that. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Who, where do you and Joe differ? Like, what's one thing you guys will never agree on? Little, big, whatever. What's one thing oh, you guys are like, absolutely. I'm trying to think what we really differ on. Um, oh, God. I mean, he hates Indian food. You know, so. <laughs> okay, you, I think you can get through that. Yeah, I mean, we both love to go. He likes to, shockingly, likes to go out a lot more than I do. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what we will, might never agree on. I prefer the Hamptons. He prefers Jer- uh, Jersey Shore. Okay. There's a very big discrepancy there with us. Very big. Wow. Uh, because my old life was the Hamptons, and I very much loved it, and I still love it. And he prefers the Jersey Shore. We've rented them both. Yep. And he had beautiful memories where we rented in Jersey Shore and we rented in the Hamptons. And he's like, it was bad phone service. It was this, it was that. It was impossible to go to a restaurant. Ba, ba, ba. I just, you know, and I'm very much like when I want to be in the Hamptons and, and he just cannot, he doesn't want to cave to me there. And that's a shocking, he won't cave to me there. You know what? I, I, that's pretty good. He doesn't like Indian food. You like Indian food and you kind of like to spend your summers in two different but sort of similar yeah. locations. It's pretty good. Yeah. 
But the one thing is we both agree he wants a, the next place. He wants to get a place in Italy. And I do too. So that's one thing that we both really enjoy. We both love to be in Europe and that's something we both really love. So once this whole world opens up, that's really what we would love to do. Amazing. Bring Real Housewives of Italy. I would watch that. That would be great. I mean, I said, Joe, we'll be with Joe Judice. Right. <laughs> that's where we're going to wind up. You guys can going to be sell- all selling vibrators and on the Amalfi Coast together. I'm- I know. I know. <laughs> did you ever use that vibrator that came in that? I did. You know, they asked me that also. It's so funny. I think we were the only ones. I was like, Teresa, see, I'm, I'm really your good friend. I'm very supportive. <laughs> now, I didn't stick it in. It was way too big to go in. Sure. I was like, all right, we'll give it a test for <laughs> did you did, did you and Joe or on your own? No, me and Joe. Okay, and Joe. just always I mean, doing stuff know, together. I, 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 you know, what? I'm too busy to even, you know, take care of myself. <laughs> I literally, I'm too exhausted by the time I get to the bed. Can I ask you a crazy question? I feel like the the housewife mentality, especially in Jersey, is that all of the and like OC is like this a little bit too. All of them are like the secret to a happy marriage is like you never ever like go to the bathroom with the door open. You never like do anything intimate in front of, I feel like you have like pooped in front of Joe. I just feel like you have. Um, I don't like to poop in front of Joe, but he's walked in on me. I knew it. But uh, you know, and I'm like, get out. I'm pooping. <laughs> Is that, I don't like, but the peeing all the time. Okay. I, I just, I feel, I felt like that was a thing that has happened because I don't, all of these women want to pretend they've never gone to the bathroom before. And they're like, Oh, my husband, what am I? I don't want my husband to know I go to the bathroom. I don't like I don't like the pooping situation. But I like you need privacy. But but the peeing. But listen, I've changed my tamp. Now I don't get my period. I'm going to be honest. I, I you know, I've gone off the period on my sure. hormone replacement. But I used to change my tampon all the time in front of him. That didn't even phase me. True love. True love, yes. I tell you. Um, and I mean, he always says he's a plumber, so nothing repulses him. <laughs> so we got a lot of questions from listeners, a lot of fans. Three different people wanted to know about your splurges. She's so good at doing the high-low mix. Um, what are some of her favorite frivolous and non-essential purchases? Non-essential. Yeah, just like things that you... Frivolous, expensive things. Okay, I am. I will spend a lot of money on shoes. Okay. I'm a big shoe shopper for sure. I don't buy as many bags as people would think. Okay. Which is kind of funny. Like Joe will buy me my expensive bags and I will buy from this. This one woman gets bags, real bags discounted, personally yours. And I do work with her because she finds me the bags. Um, so I will buy my expensive bags from her. There's certain things I will spend on. Um, my, you know, my inexpensive clothes are Zara, right? Cause I love Zara cause they, they knock off everybody amazing. So that's my, inexpensive. all my other clothes I will buy, um, you know, my shirts are more expensive than people realize. I think people don't, people don't realize my tops are expensive. Um, everybody was asking me about my yellow top I wore when I was fighting with Joe. I mean, they're not crazy, like $650, but for a regular top that I'm wearing once on a show, but I'll wear it, you know, my kimonos, I'm always wearing a cover up. I'll spend a lot on those. So those are my frivolous expenditures. I feel like I have a lot of icing, not a lot of cake. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Yeah. I spend a lot on icing. I buy a lot of coats. I'm a very big coat shopper. Okay. Very big coat shopper. So I like statement pieces. I will splurge on statement pieces, not on the cake. Does that make sense? Yes. I, I, I get that. I mean, that's the way I feel about bags. It's like, if I'm wearing all black, then I can have fun with a bag and it can be expensive. Yeah. Because 
I let Joe buy me all my expensive bags. I like that. And then what about the stuff that you not, it doesn't even have to be clothes. It can be like home decor. Like what's the kind of stuff that you're like, I'll take the generic version of this. I don't want to spend a lot of money on it. Where are you like not putting your money? Like what's not important? No, my house stuff, by the way, just so you know, all my home stuff's very expensive. I mean, it looks expensive. Where are you getting your decor? I get, um, I buy Jonathan, I buy high-end designer stuff. I mean, my wallpaper is Masonian Tebow. I buy Jonathan Adler. Um, my upholstery is custom. I, you know, I do very, no chintzy in the house. My kitchen is all, you know, my tiles all Dell tile, you know, all custom stuff. I get everything custom made. People are like, oh, it looks cheap. It looks disgusting. People who don't know, don't know. That's what it is. Okay. They don't even, that's one place. Cause I'm very particular with home decor. Okay. Um, so then I'm going to be honest with that. <laughs> I mean, I like that. I I'd rather splurge on my house. I'll tell you what I'm not crazy. Also, I'm not a car person. Okay. I'd rather have a vintage car. Even Joe is not a car person. He loves Mini Coopers. He gets a new Mini Cooper every two years. Marge Senior drives a Mini Cooper. He has a weird thing about Mini Coopers. So we're Mini Cooper people. Okay. Um, I have a Range Rover that I bought years ago because I'm constantly in a car service. So I'm not a big car person. I don't really splurge there, which is crazy. I splurge at home. But my basics where I buy all my basics, I'm not spending on bodysuits. I'm not spending on t-shirts. I'm not spending on bras now. Thank God I used to have to spend on bras. But since I got a breast reduction and a lift, I get them at the Gap <laughs> um, with no underwire. Uh, so certain things like that, I'm like, I'm not paying for that, you know? Sure. So ba- like real basics, I am not splurging on. That's funny because like so many people have the opposite, which is like, oh, I spend tons of money on my basics and then I just like go, you know, whatever with everything else. But you're right. Yeah. A lot of icing, not a lot of cake. I mean, you said. Yeah, I buy a lot of icing. I really do. Like my my blazers oil, Veronica beard. I like to wear that, you know, like that I like to spend on because I like a statement piece. I love it. I keep my statement pieces. Do you get any, um, has any feedback of your look or your house from the show affected you in any way that you kind of didn't expect? No, not at all. I think people who know me and my, and the people who know me love, love the home. You know, like some of my castmates, like someone who is, you know, like a jumper is like, I hate your house. It's disgusting. I, it doesn't even offend me. I actually find it comical. Someone who could, doesn't under, you know, I read architectural digest. It's like, that's what I'm formally trained. Meaning, you know, I went to FIT. I, I, you know, I consult with interior designers. My, my Saturdays are spent watching open door and everything I could possibly. So it doesn't even phase me, but I think people don't even saying your house is old. It's shitty. Yeah. It's, it's 115 years old. I value architecture. So it's, I find it entertaining. Like Andy Cohen loves my house. That, that makes me happy. Someone who I value their opinion. If they love my house, then I'm happy. Um, a question about your blonde, uh, Libby wants to know how does she keep her hair so blonde with zero brassiness? And we all want to oh. know. Purple shampoo. You but which must, one? Must use All I use is purple shampoo. shampoo and I, I'm a natural brunette. My hair is what like. Do you do? Do you use sh- I use shit. I'm going to be on shimmer lights. I use Fanolo. Have you ever used Fanolo? Fanolo is great. Fanolo is great. It's Fanola is heavy duty. It's heavy duty. And that's it's toxic. Great. It's all over your house once you put it in your hair. How? Well, Fanola is amazing. They use that for me at the hair salon. I use what the old ladies use. I will use shimmer lights. A few days I use, uh, then I use color. Wow. My mother turned me on to this color. Wow. Okay. Um, in between. So that like preserves your color. Your hair is like, but I, 
It's so platinum. Like not. No, I know. By the way, I do my color a lot. By the way, this is half a hair piece, but these are my bangs. So it's the matching color. I take my hair color very seriously. I've been blonde forever. You've learned the trick, but I do. Yeah, I've learned the trick, but it's, I think it's definitely the purple shampoo. Don't you? I do too. I don't like, I'm not good with yellow. No, me neither. I mean, my hair doesn't like, like I I'm, I'm due in like a week, but, and I think the light's hitting it. Vanilla is very good. good. And I use like Olaplex and stuff and I do all the like masks and things, but like, yeah, the second it gets like a little yellow, I like, that's the way that you are with your nails. It's the way I am with my hair. Like if I see like a brass, I like won't leave the house. I can't. Oh, me too. I have like freak out also. It's like the purple shampoo, but you could go crazy with the purple shampoo. You could look great. Yeah, but you know what? I would prefer that to to yellow. Me too. I'm the same way. I don't look good with yellow hair. I look like a cheap hooker. It's funny. Like when everyone was getting highlights, like when I was in middle school and like you would, everyone would just get the same shade. Like I didn't realize that, oh, like I just need cool blonde in my hair. Like I can't do a warm blonde. Yeah, I'm better with a cool blonde for sure. You are super platinum. Um, I'm going to, so color wow. And then shimmer lights. Is it just shimmer lights? I buy the cheap one. I, I feel guilty, but I really buy the cheap. Your hair looks uh, great. Shampoo. I use it for years. Thank you. Do you, you use it every time you shampoo? I, I'm not supposed to, but I do. I okay. mix it with the color wow. I maybe don't use it two days a week. Maybe two days a week. I don't use it. No, I'm, doing- I'm not supposed I don't care. I'm doing whatever you're doing because like for real, I mean, that platinum hair is Thank like, you. But listen, like I, I also wash my hair every day, which everybody bitches me. But if I don't, I wake up looking like chicken little because I- <laughs> my hair is so fine. It's like sticks up. I can't go a day without washing my hair if I'm leaving the house. I look crazy. I'm the same. My, my hairdresser has tried to be like, can you please just go to every other day? And I'm like, no, I have to wash it every day because it gets so greasy. Oh my God. My, I literally, what I look like, what Joe goes to bed with compared to what he wakes up with in the morning, <laughs> insanity. I, I like that Joe never wanted you to get any, any work done. And that was just all you. Oh, he said, I know it's so funny. He always says to me, you're so, you know, Marge, you're, you're different. And my girls, like he talks about my boobs. He's like, you know, I like them when they were hanging. I was like, you are sick in the head. I was like, I don't even know what you were thinking. He goes, they're just not the same. They don't move the same. I'm like, Joe, I don't want them moving the same. I would go, we, we spent hours taping them up and I'd spend crying before I would go out. He doesn't understand the magic of being able to go into the gap and buy a bra without a wire and have it without a wire. He does not understand that. My life is so easy now. He, yeah. Men, men don't get the boobs. They don't, they don't, they'll never do it. Um, I'll ask one more listener question. Um, let's see. Oh, someone just said, are you kidding me? I'm so excited for this. I watched all of, uh, Real Houses in New Jersey. Oh, let's see. Beauty product or snack you have been buying for the longest amount of time. Like what is your OG like favorite thing? Anything you okay. eat versus oh, anything you God. use. I like, I mean, honestly, I think uh, Shimmer think. Lights is a I good mean, one too. But what, what have Shimmer you been using forever? You know, there's something I use that people always ask me about. Vita Liberati Body Blur. I mix it into my NARS foundation. You can use it in any foundation. It is so amazing. I think it makes your skin look so good. It makes you a little, not that I even look tan now, but it makes you have like a little shimmer or glow. I love it. Vita Liberati Body Blur. It's the best tanning cream for your legs. And I mix it into my foundation. I swear by it. I love it. It's amazing. Amazing. Okay. That is great to know. I feel like we're getting just a wealth of, of knowledge from yeah. the I mean, There's a new thing that I'm using. I used to wash my face, believe it or not, with Irish Spring. 
up until like no. a month ago. Yes, yes, yes. Up until a month ago. And then I started using, I was in Puerto Rico. My friend uses this Eve Lom. Did okay. you ever hear this? No. Eve Lom. No, I'm writing it down. Facial wash. I'm like, I die from it. I die. It's like greasy and you put it on, but you put it on your face dry. It takes off all your makeup and then it smells delicious. And they give you like a muslin cloth and you wipe off all your stuff. It's amazing. It's not expensive. I swear by it now. I love, love, love it. I ha- We have to return to the Irish spring. You're so- yes. You- I, I kind of still do. I use it on everything else. Like a bar of soap? Yes, a bar of soap. I mean, I've only used bar soap. You, you're like, I don't skip on my house decor. I like, you know, all of my tops. Yeah, my- I, know, I know, I know. What? A bar I don't know why. I feel like because it's antibacterial. <laughs> Listen, I have decent. I have good skin. I've you never do. had pimples. I've never had pimples. Um, I used to sleep with my makeup. Uh, just recently, I stopped sleeping in my makeup. I oh and I always use Irish Spring on puss and pits and face. I don't know. I'm just like I just did. Yeah, I felt like oh it's antibacterial. I t- and Lexi do it. She felt her skin got better. Okay. So at night I use Evlon, but a lot of times I still use Irish Spring. I respect that. Now I'm gonna have to try it. It's I mean it's dry. It'll dry you, but I use a good moisturizer. It's great. Amazing. I use Embryo moisturizer and I use Embryo Lease. It's like this under eye um, moisturizing stick for your eye as well. This is the high low everyone was I talking mean, about. Not even that expensive. The embryo lease isn't expensive either. And it's also a primer. I love that. I'm writing all of this down. The Irish Springs stopped yeah, me in my tracks. Is that not funny? <laughs> it's very funny. I love it. I my, I, no, go ahead. No, people think I'm insane. They're like, you're crazy. You're this. Everybody's like, I use La Mer. I use this. I'm like, ah. It's working. The Irish Spring is working. You know what? If it ain't broke, you know, like. Yes. Why not? You're 54. Your skin is great. Keep keep watching. Yeah, I mean, I have a but facelift isn't about skin. Facelift's about the underlying muscle, mm-hmm. and you know, your skin could sick. But you know, skin is about the lines and everything else. And a facelift doesn't fix lines. Just so people know that. Well, that's good to know because I think that would probably yeah. inform a lot of people it, who are thinking about it. Yeah, it fixes sagging. Um, my last question for you because we've been talking for an hour and I. Um, can't believe it. Um, I can't believe it either. Is if you could go back in time and insert yourself into any Jersey housewife's fight that you were not a part of, which fight would you insert yourself into? And what would the Marge do during that fight? Oh my God. Whatever fight would I insert myself into? I would probably have to insert myself into the table flip. I would probably have to insert myself into the table flip. I just, I loved it so much. I really did. I thought that table flip was, I would love to have been there for that iconic moment. Did you watch it? Um, the, when it aired, were you watching? Yes, I did watch it when it aired. I did watch that one when it aired. What and did I thought you it think? was so good. I was like, I said to you know, my ex-husband, Jan also was like, what is this crazy shit that we're watching? I think he was like, he goes, these people aren't for real. That's the kind of stuff that he had said. At the time, I would have loved to been there when when Teresa acted like that. That was just so crazy. But I, I don't even know. I mean, truthfully, I would have just loved to been there, sitting there. I don't know what. I don't think I would have done anything. <laughs> fly, fly what on could the I wall. possibly done? Yeah. I would just love to just sit there, like, <gasps> <gasps> just can't camera on you and Lexi, just making some faces. Yes, just our faces, like, 
Oh, wait, you know what, Mar- Margaret? I have one more question, if that's okay. I just of realized course, I had it. How do you guys come up with your taglines? Do you have to pitch people? Like, how does it work? No, you know, it's funny. Um, I had this argument with somebody, you know, another cast member. I think of my, I like to, I think of my own tagline. Do some people not? I, I personally think of my own tagline. I think you submit some of your own if you're creative and smart. And some people just aren't that smart. Okay. So I think some people have help and some people don't. There are some that don't make a ton of sense to me. Um, I agree. Uh, and I'm wondering if you have any insight onto what um, some say starting. What is it? Some say starting over is something, something. I say starting over, never taste it. It's like two different quotes. Now, I don't know why it said never tasted so good. I don't get it either. It never looks so good, I'd say. I would say that too. It's like, yeah. Uh, or it's Maybe like. Because I know why it says tasting so good because all she talks about is pineapple juice and her puss tastes good. Basically. That has been a big highlight of this season is the. Yeah, so I think maybe that's why. Well, I mean, I'm we're really in for it. We're only on, I think, what, episode eight, episode nine of season 11. So we've got like kind of half. We're only at the halfway point. There's a lot more to go. There's a lot more to go. There's more to go. The Marge, Margaret Joseph, thank you so much for joining us. And I'm so excited about Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget. It's so good. Thank you so much. Thank you. You guys, I read it. I read it while I was like on my COVID deathbed, COVID vaccine deathbed. And I was laughing. Oh, and then okay. I was like, oh, I'm sick. I'm laughing. It is really, <laughs> if you feel like, just like she said, if you feel like you love the Marge, but you're only seeing about 30% of her life, the book really, really drives it home. Um, I think you did a great job. Congratulations on all the success. Thank you so much. I love our chat. So great meeting you. You're adorable. (laughs) We had so much fun. Thank you so, so much for coming. Thanks so much, Caroline. Thank you. Bye, Marge. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye.